Hello and welcome to another episode of Integrated Awakenings. It's me, Maria, and today we are doing Divine Feminine Mother Rectification. Basically, we're doing mommy issues. And this is right after the episode about inner child healing and this is really perfect because the trifecta of divine mother divine father and then inner child just these energies yeah i'm not saying this is like the optimum nuclear family i'm saying that usually when we heal our inner child the divine parent comes online And usually that has like two aspects or flavors that people kind of like unravel. Yeah, so that's the feminine and the masculine. If you like look at spiritual systems that do like the spine or even the tree of life, they always have like a left and right, like a feminine and a masculine attack perspective energy towards this. So again, I I want you to loosen the idea of When I say mother, I mean how you were mothered. So not just your primary mother person in your life, but just the whole concept of being mothered or mothering, like really clearing that energy slash idea in your system. Now, short Kavit, I know that the divine feminine has like a lot of aspects. So for example, you will have like the princess or even just the more sensual aspects of the divine feminine. You want to know, just like I said in the inner child episode, that this will focus more on the parent-child relationship. Yeah, I'm not saying that this is the only thing that the Divine Feminine covers, but this is what we're covering for this episode. Yeah, okay, so let's get to it. So, alright, so we liberated our inner child, we connected with them, we can really hear their needs, and somehow in this relating, in this connection, something in you comes online, which is like a guardian, protector, parent energy like the energy that you needed at that time and don't you think that it's amazing that no matter how lacking your childhood was or your upbringing was or how like harmed you feel you do kind of have an idea of what you needed right so some people might have needed more words of affirmation maybe they needed more softness maybe they needed more stability and predictability maybe they needed more um, encouragement right just a little bit more forcefulness maybe or guidance or structure right so the thing is what we needed is usually what we bitch about the most, what we complain about or what we export slash blame look for in other people. Meaning, this is really pronounced also with our romantic relationships. Or for example, if you're like a woman and you have like a lot of women friends and like feminine coded friends and it's like expectations of how women should behave. Yeah. Do you see how like rooted this can be? So for example, your first concept, like when you're a baby or an infant, your first concept of how women should be or womb womb an should be is like your mom. Right? So that's like your default and you like measure everything with that default. And the pain that you're experiencing is when this very human person like your mother fails to live to that ideal 
right? Or if the default crumbles, meaning, oh, they lied to me, or oh, they didn't support me, or oh, it's like it's like that facade of that perfection or that safety cracked, that loss of innocence shattered at some point, right? So what we're doing for this episode or what I'm pitching for you to do in a way is that this idealized mother energy that we used to project slash expect slash look for in our mentors, in our friends, or in our lovers, or even our physical mother, right? That we reclaim all of this energy into ourselves, meaning recognizing that divine feminine is in you. Now, I know that if you don't feel like you're particularly soft or you don't feel like you're like the type to be a mom or even if you're for example you're a guy and you're like what nurturing like that's not my thing you know if if you've got some angst around this this kind of this might be difficult to own up right and this is why i go back to the inner child episode about how there are the weakest parts of you or the parts of you that are longing for that kind of nurturing. Yeah, like really key into that part and see if what moves forward. Even if you have this kind of protector that's very masculine, there's still a bit of that heart that's like, oh, but I love this child. I love my inner child. I I love them so much, right? That still buoys them that still softens them that still wraps them in a blanket of care and i really want you to i know that a lot of people can have a lot of constructs uh projections in terms of like what is it to really be a mother right right so for example your actual mom versus if you have physical kids right or just how society tells you what moms are supposed to be I want you for a moment to park all of that. I don't I don't want you to carry all of that. And I want you to go back to the episode slash process of tuning into your inner child and feel the aspect of you that nurtures and shows up for this child and how your heart feels as you show up for this child. I just want you to feel that. I want you to feel... And almost like rehearsing your mind how the ideal mothering should have been for your child, for your inner child. Just just see it like a tape in your mind. How, how your perfect divine child deserved to be brought up. And just really appreciate the beauty of that mother. Like a mother hen that teaches a chick how to walk. Or like even a mother bird that kicks their little bird child to teach them how to fly. The one that creates nests. Yeah. Or even like a bear, a mom bear that provides this warm center for their cubs to hide in. What do you think... As you see that inner child that's so fragile, that's like still gaining their limbs, still learning how to walk, talk, 
who figure out who they are see that mother energy that guides them through those stages. And the reason why I'm pitching you a lot of animals because it's really I really want you to feel into the energy rather than have a perception of oh they paid for school, they paid for taxes, <laughs> they paid for my water. No, no, it's what kind of energy did your kid need? And what kind of energy do you feel like a pure, like that divine mother that your kid needed? How how was it like? Yeah. So for example, you're like, you're very airy. You're like a stork. You're like a bird, right? So your your mother energy might behave like a bird, right? Rather than a bear. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that everybody needs like different kinds of nurturing and different kinds of mothering and there's almost this whole as long as how do you say this your physical mom or whoever mothered you has their like list of lessons but they are not like a perfect one is to one reflection of what you needed right now i'm asking you to tap into what you needed right and really flesh that out Really see that energy, right? So for example, you have that mama bear energy. And really just own that and have that for yourself. Because quick question, do you want it or do you not want it? Like it's right there on the shelf. You already animated it in your mind. Would you want that for your divine child or not? Right? So as you give that to yourself, you would feel that your divine child will feel more heard right because it's more specific it's more oh wow like my child really likes a lot of soothing affirmations i'm talking about me <laughs> like my moon in gemini is very much likes being spoken gently to which is something my physical mother cannot do but it's very much this my inner mother can definitely do right and my inner child whines less because I know specifically, like dead specifically, how she cries. Yeah, and how to meet her. You see, do you see where I'm getting at? Yeah? So really divorce the idea that any of those... I know that some people will say this sounds hyper-independent, but really divorce the idea that your inner child's needs is somehow... It's a responsibility of like your external world like your spouse is supposed to give it to you your partner is supposed to give it to you your friends are supposed to give it to you society is supposed to give it to you i'm like yo hold up no you're supposed to give it to you because you are the divine mother you are mother <laughs> okay you are mother the reason why here's the thing huh when you were a kid, you were taught how to walk by an adult, by someone who already knows how to walk, right? So our souls are like these beautiful infinite things that are capable of harnessing different kinds of energies, right? And it comes, these energies come online at different ages and maturation. And there's just a point where it's like, oh, okay. The Divine Mother is coming online. You're learning how to walk on your own two feet, right? Left side, right side, femme, mask, femme, mask. Yeah? 
Yeah, yin yang, yin yang, if you don't like the fem mask words. Yeah, so what I'm trying to state to you is that this comes online. A lot of the most powerful, free, enlightened, awakened whole beings have this energy comfortably within themselves. It's not exported outside of them. And I really deeply sympathize if you realize that you have exported this. It's okay. It comes online. You're taught how to walk. Yeah, you have limbs that can walk, but you need people to help you walk. And that's why you have podcasts. This is why you have role models. This is why you project the mother archetype to some mentors for a while until you can own it. Until you own it well enough that other people might be even seeking that mom energy from you. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, this is where a lot of like um, older sisters get tripped up. You need to give it to yourself first. Your inner baby's first. Your inner baby's number one before you even share. You always share from an overabundance. Okay? Okay, was that clear? I hope that was clear. Okay, now the thing is, when we have, so let's say you've perfectly installed that. What happens is that your relationship to your biological mom or like even other maternal figures, so for example, your grandmother or aunties will change because it's like grime was wiped off of your eyes and you start seeing them as people and you relate to them as people rather than I'm, I'm desperately clinging to you for support. Yeah, it's different. It will change. You will, it's like you have a second life with them because you're starting to relate to them as a soul to another soul or as a person to another person. Rather than you, rather than you're just my mom. I could actually relate to you as insert name here. Yeah. And I understand that for a lot of folks, especially if your matriarchal people are not the healthiest type. Understand if it means that the relationship would dwindle a little bit, if it means that there's a bit of distance. But what I really want to say is that don't just cut off though. Yeah? So for example, okay, so you're able to look at this relationship without the projection of the mom energy, right? I want you to look at the core lessons that you taught each other. Because I know, I know, I know, you're kind of tired of hearing it, but you chose each other for this lifetime. Y'all had contracts, y'all had lessons, y'all perfectly performed your roles, okay? So the thing is, look at the script. Look at what they taught you and what you taught them. And I just want you to look at it as objectively as possible. I know this is really hard because if it's really close to home, there's a lot of emotional... It's like like a lot of emotional tantrums, okay? But I want you to look at the script. And I want you to almost be impressed by it. Because this is going to be a hard hitter. It's going to be like, oh, they taught me a concept about money. They taught me about a concept about trust or what relationships should look like or or to not trust men. This could be like 12 items long, like big themes, big lessons, right? 
about what they think the world is or how this is like the early soup of you growing up right and i really want you to focus in and dial into this relationship because okay here's the thing a lot of people when they figure out their baggage right every time they touch it they yell a little bit it's like oh my god i'm so heavy because my mom taught me to think poor or like to you know to only think about money in such a scarce way so it's very like um it's very burdened right it's almost like oh look at everything that they doesn't do right and it's almost like if you have a list for example a 12 item list it's like oh it's 12 tons it's too heavy right Okay, so when I want you to look at this list, I don't want you to look at it like a weight. I want you to look at it as if you're looking for patterns and scripts and you're looking for the lock. Mm-hmm. You're looking for the padlock that kind of installed this in you. And the moment you find it, you are the key. The fact that you could actually see this program, see this padlock, that is essentially already the key to unravel and unlock it. So I'm not telling you to look for your baggage so you could like flex how much you're suffering. No, I'm looking to tell you to look at all of your baggage because you have to find a chain and I want you to like stick your key in it and like unlock it. I want you to set yourself free from these patterns. And I want you to identify as many of the programs that have been weighing you down, right? So mostly I do want you to reach up about around 10. But if you feel like you wrote down eight core beliefs that you're like, oh yeah, these are the ones that really sucker punched me. Okay, that's good. I trust whatever number you get to. Yeah. And I want you to take your time with each belief. Really sit with it. Empathize and be like, I understand why you believe this. Why you'd subscribe to this limited belief. So for example, oh, that's all she knew. Or that's how she was raised by her parents. That's, you know, that's what was normal during her time, right? Really empathize. Really empathize with like, okay, I understand you. I love you. You're not for me though. Yeah, there's a bit of a turnaround of like, I'm letting you go. I'm setting you free. You're not mine to carry anymore. But I really want to emphasize that this is not like, Oh my God, smash a sword onto the head of like this big ass baggage, but really just letting go and really coming from understanding. Hit each belief and have a small ritual of letting go. So for me, I really like writing this down in like memo slips and then burning it away because it's a big release. But I've also, I could also see people who would pick items that they would associate with these energies and just choose to give them away or throw them away or even choose to clean their room just with that energy of 
or I'm letting these old beliefs go, right? So, for example, you're a hoarder because you always believed in lack, right? So, maybe you go to your stock room and then for like half the day, you're like, okay, we're not in war anymore, right? For example, your grandparents went through war or your parents went through war. And it's like, okay, I'm not in danger anymore. I can let you go. I don't need to cling anymore. I understand you. I love you. I can let you go, right? Very Marie Kondo, right? So what I'm saying is that the fire thing's my preferred method, but for example, you're an earth sign, maybe the object stuff is more resonant for you. If you're like a air sign or more watery person maybe you would like to write a letter to your mother or these mother energies right it's almost like writing a letter to your inner mother and to your the mothers that raised you yo yo take your time this would make you cry (laughs) you know just play hertz music you know it's like heart chakra hertz music it's like 30 minutes to an hour and then just just write it out, write your heart out. And then you could actually give the letter or not give the letter, it's fine. Yeah, as long as there's this, I want to say finality. Because I feel like a lot of people, they look for these locks and these beliefs and they want to really be proud of their baggage. Almost like, oh my god, suffering competition, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. When you identify these... That is the fucking moment that you're letting it go. You're not... You're not gonna make this... You're, this has fermented long enough. You're not gonna make this stay longer than it has to. Okay? So you're gonna take that. You're gonna release it. Okay? So other people could do like a quick visualization. So, so, so see how there's like many flavors to this? So anyway, other people... The reason why I'm describing a lot of ways to do this is because we don't have rituals towards becoming adults anymore. And we don't... Like a lot of Aborigine cultures would have a specific date and ceremony where you kind of like, for example, lose your boyhood and become a man. And this is when you're like initiated into the death of like your just being an innocent child of the tribe and then being an adult, right? So the thing is, what we're trying to do here is we're doing a ritual of you really truly being free from your old matriarchs, being your own divine matriarch, your perfect divine matriarch for your inner child, and really like mourning slash celebrating that, celebrating that transition of being like, oh, damn, they leveled up. You see what I mean? Do you see what I mean? So there's this, there's no judgment of like whether you're before that or after that. Because it's like, it's like teasing a preteen boy <laughs> for being a kid. I'm like, yo, there's, there's no problem if you feel like you're delayed in doing this or you're advanced in doing this, especially adultified kids. But there is no, how do I say this? The transition just happens and the reason why we're having a ceremony for it is that so that the transition is properly honored. I'm not going to debate anymore of like when or where people should have these. I'm just saying that if you're listening to this, if you're healing, if you're rectifying, if you're trying to align these energies within yourself, 
you probably need to properly honor this part of you. And this is the way how. Yeah? So if you want to visualize even like a little bit of a burial of like your projections, you could do that too. Yeah? And just make sure you kind of like brush it off. What what do I mean by brush it off? Like, like drink water. Take some time to like celebrate, watch TV, buy yourself a cake, maybe pizza. And really be like, wow, this is like day one of like a completely different universe. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're, you're moving from a different identity. It's like being a preteen to being a woman, right? This is like, oh, I am stepping into this woman. The woman that I want to be and not the woman that people expect me to be. The 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 mother that will mother me. Right? Okay. Last Kavit before I like wrap up this episode, I feel like a lot of people feel that when they say mother it means that you have a kid. Right? That you have a physical child. Okay. Um when we have the Empress energy in tarot decks, a kid is not just like a physical kid. It could be a project. It could be a relationship. It could be a business. Okay? It could be a new house. Anything that you nurture into existence is a child. Right? And also for people who like like working with past parallel other dimensional lives, I really do want to say that most people... You both incarnated as a man, as a woman, as rich, as poor, as motherless, fatherless, as someone who had a lot of moms, as someone who had a kid, who didn't have kids, who only had one kid, who had a lot of kids. Like, you would, <laughs> if, you, if you had the, some experiences with perceiving your other lives, and I can attest to this, you would realize, oh, I've been a mom before. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people kind of shirk away from this energy, feeling like they're inexperienced. I can assure you that as long as you are a soul, you have done this before. And honestly, this wisdom is in the firmament. So even if you're like a super young soul and you've never done this before, it's in the freaking firmament. You can download it. Yeah, so... I want you to trust yourself. It's like it's like math. You can learn algebra, yo. You could learn this mother energy. It's not it's not rocket science. It's it's an image, it's an archetype and it grows in your energy. And you explore it, you embody it, you do it for yourself, right? It's kind of like Healthy eating slash exercise. You can you can suck at it at the start, but after you get a hang of it, it's like, oh, okay, this is what a healthy mothering is. Yeah? So I really want people to kind of get a hold of this because I feel like I'll, with a lot of the healing and wellness industry or like mental health stuff, um, we kind of fragment care into like these tasks or these checklists instead of rooting down to the energy and to the feeling that actually needs to be transmitted yeah so for example think of a nurse 
who goes through like the whole checklist of how to take care of someone versus someone who actually really cares and all the checklists becomes this intuitive organic thing that springs out of them probably more will spring out just because of their presence and care yeah and what i want to say for all of you is that i want this quality this energy to be super fucking expressed and expounded within you not just like for your kids or your family or your lover or whatever it's for you yeah because i want your divine kid to be spoiled as fuck and to be <laughs> to be nurtured as fuck to be healthy as fuck and the thing is i feel like people don't talk about the energetics of this quality yeah they don't they don't they don't say it's a muscle group that you get better at yeah instead they give you a list of like oh affirming things to say to yourself or oh um patterns of like a disassociative parent right instead of being like hey hey you have a divine femme mom in you and i want it to be fully expressed yeah yeah and i know that could be kind of tricky because nobody tells you I mean, how do I say this? People do tell you to parent yourself, but I understand that um if you don't have like the best models, you don't feel like it's doable. So, I guess this podcast is to tell you that it's very doable and that the most sincere love is something that you've given to yourself and thus when you give it to other people, it's coming really from this sense of well, of course this would be Of course I know what to do. I've experienced this love myself. So I know how to hold you. I know how to care for you. I know how to make you feel this because I've made myself feel this. You see what I'm saying? This is like internal programming work. And I'm not just saying like mental programming, but like energetic programming. Like your like your heart feminine archetype is like latched onto your navel <laughs> to and to your fragmented parts and it's like feeding like nutrition right i want you to be webbed i want you to be weaved i want you to be integrated yeah okay now um okay i'm really trying to catch the people who feel like they've never had a model of this and are still like maybe possibly struggling into the idea of this right okay I want you to for a moment tap into a divine mother energy that you really like. Some people have been saved by Mama Mary and like her a lot, perpetual help other folks. Some people might like, for example, an Indian deity or deity, deity or hmm, they have a grandmother they really like. Yeah, or even like a cartoon character or a sitcom character. Try to tap into an image that feels bigger than you. Yeah, almost like a so like a benchmark, right? And then kind of feel like relax into. So maybe you're preparing for bed or you just woke up and you're like you're like in between consciousness and unconsciousness. And I want you to just feel what it feels like to be perfectly supported and loved by this being by mama mary for example and i want it to occupy your heart 
and I want you to do reps. Yeah? So you know how like in the gym, you increase the weight and the reps after some time? So how do I experience this energy like into the highest degree? Like ask your body that and then just feel that energy. What if this feeling multiplied itself by two? And really try to answer that question. What if this love permeated and pierced me times two? And then multiply it again times three. Really stretch your energetic feeling mind, feeling system of like, what if I could course more of this support, this perfect motherly support? And then keep going. Get to 100. And if you really have fun with this, you could play also with time. So if like, what if I had 100 years being perfectly loved by this? Every dimension version of me perfectly loved like this. Yeah? So you could play with time. You could play with directions in terms of like your other lives and dimensions. Still also experiencing this feminine love. Because you know, some people they're like, oh, I don't want to practice receiving. (laughs) I don't want to practice receiving perfect love. But if I tell them that, okay, you're also liberating your other selves, like your past life selves, parallel version selves, they're like, oh, okay, I need to do some work because <laughs> I'm working for the collective. Now it's easier. So try to, sometimes people need to overshoot to actually do it, right? So it's like, if you say it's like grade one, they don't want to do it. But if it's like PhD, it's like some, somehow people are like convinced to do it more because it sounds... I don't know, it sounds cooler sometimes. So anyway, I want you to up the intensity so much that you shoot it to every dimension version of you and then you go to exponential heights. Yeah, so 100,000, 200,000 until you reach like uh, 100 billion, right? Just really practice that quality of that feminine love and it really ah ah, how do i say this your energy body will will thrum vibrate slash explode with this nourishment because it's like holy shit i have juice yeah and it's almost like your mental emotional body will shake and like replenish itself almost like skin looking for hydration yeah and it's going to it's going to stitch to like all your other auric layers yeah and it's going to like cuz the nurturing mother energy tends to weave it tends to stitch these layers together and thus when you keep uh going for this kind of energy/prayer invocation yeah you will feel like for me it feels very juicy it feels very like Um, It's almost like everything is supported by this cushion, okay? And this cushion thickens and intersperses into, like, every portal, yeah, of, like, your higher auric bodies, okay? Yeah? So, I want you to just keep doing that, like, do 100 before you sleep or after you sleep. When you're waiting in line, when you're watching Netflix, it's kind of like a question honestly it's like a question of like what if i made this mothering energy really strong yeah and 
you would be surprised with how kind you feel and how overflowing you feel so much that you want to bow to the divinity, to the child, to the innocent child and wonder of like everything around you. Like the feeling explodes into, oh, wow, I love this plant or I love that stranger or I love this sky or I love this land or I love this river. And it doesn't, it's not coming from, a, oh, my God, like Tibetan Buddhists told me to honor the river. <laughs> like there was an exercise and I did it. This is like, no, it's coming from an explosion. Like it's coming from an overabundance. Yeah. So but the thing is, I need you to focus on you first. All the parts of you that is seeking for your love, I need you to fucking pour, right? And then your sense of self gets bigger because you're pouring so much that it's leaking out. And then this natural love energy includes more people, more things, more beings as it's like overflowing. But, but if you're feeling like very closed off, if you're feeling like there's not enough love in the world if you're feeling very like lost and not in touch with yourself this is like the water bearer technique that i need you to like bet on yeah because that divine parent that is very compassionate and understanding has a very that's the yin quality that's the receiving quality that's the holding quality yeah and it's usually the first one that you need. And then it matures into like another aspect, which is the divine masculine, right? A more yang energy, which I'll talk about in the next episode. Yeah. So the thing is, um, you need somebody to hold and nurture you. And then you need another energy to like push you slash like inspire you forward. Yeah, yeah, make you strong. So the thing is, again, don't think of gender coding, think of energies, okay? Yin, yang. So the thing is, I want your yin to be so good before you even address the yang stuff, okay? Now, uh, there's usually a week between these podcast episodes, so this is an assignment for a full week <laughs> before you uh, explore another energy and another note wow i'm like really fully in the whole instructor mode another note i want you to notice things about your divine feminine so for example uh it's really evoked around baby animals or you feel very like you feel it a lot in your heart or you like envisioning like a soft pink energy or um, you realize that you kind of wear your hair different or your dress is different. You're, the way you, you notice things like, oh, my breath is different, right? Okay, so what I want you to do is that as you're upping these reps, notice how you change. Notice how you assist holding these energies. And other people, everyone's different, okay? So some people, it's a quality of voice. Some people, it's the outfit. Some people, it's the um, direction, like what evokes it out of them. So I want you to just notice these things because a lot of people think that they, these things need to be dictated to them. 
I'm like, no, 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 no. Sit in the energy and realize what your defined feminine mother energy is like. I want you to know her. It, this is like the difference of like, oh, Tinder, Facebook profile, and you stalk them. Versus actually having a real relationship with the person and energy. Yeah? So I want you to like... If you've been thinking about... Oh, I should read a book about this. Or I should read the wiki about this. I should read about Mama Mary about this. I'm like, stop. Get to know the energy. Get to know that frequency. Like a date. (laughs) Yeah? Instead of reading the profile. Yeah? Get to know that energy. Have some real life, like, uh, wheels on the road experience with this energy. And this is Maria validating you that whatever the fuck you learn from that experience is probably more valid than any book you read. Okay? Yeah? I I want you to trust yourself. And, yeah. And then you've got a week to... (laughs) Have that like big learning bonding experience with the divine mama in you. I look forward to any stories, comments around this. If you find this useful, exciting, uh, helpful, do forward it. Like, subscribe to your friends. And see y'all next week for divine daddy masculine yang energy. Alright, ciao. See ya.